Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we have Connor on the line now. Hi, Connor. How are you? Hey, how are you? Are you wrecked from last night? I am, but still kind of on a buzz, to be honest, and very excited for tonight. Come here, how did this come about that you get to support Westlife at Croke Park? Um, I think I think the lads actually listen to a lot of Irish music and they're big supporters of Irish music. So uh, we just, our manager got an email and we thought he was like winding us up, but they had asked would we, would we support them over the two shows in Croke Park. That's like class. That's there's only one word for them. That's class. Yeah, I always think when you see a band of like their stature and you know still listen to new music and trying to support and help push new Irish bands, it's amazing. 
It's it's weird for me because I remember the first time I met you guys was um, at the 2FM ball in the Christmas ball. And it was what was that maybe two or three years ago when you guys were just starting out. But you're on the yeah. same bill as like the script and stuff. And then yeah. next thing I knew you were supporting Niall Horn. You were bringing out all your own music and it was kind of just very, it seemed very quick for someone watching. But was it actually quick for you guys? Um, well, I mean, we've all been kind of playing music for a very, very long time. So it never really seems quick. But I think since our kind of first release, yeah, it's all kind of flown in and it's been great. It's gone from strength to strength. So we're delighted. Do you remember, did you do these, you know, the struggling band thing at the start? Did you do the pubs or did you do it more um, that kind of way? You you kind of release music later, tried to get the fan base first. Yeah, no, like I think individually and kind of in pairs, we've all kind of done separate things. And, you know, we've, we've probably played almost every single venue and pub in Ireland, <laughs> everywhere else. But uh, as well as you, when we came together, it kind of took a year where we just went into hiding and just writing music and trying to perfect our like live shows and everything so that when we did release our first song we were just we were ready to go yeah you're like right we've we've been in hiding for a year and I'm sick of looking at these so yeah. is there other people out there yeah <laughs> and I, from what I remember is uh, that time that you went to the Christmas ball you, when you met the script there was a kind of a connection there they kind of helped you guys as well yeah there was we had released Tooth Control at that time and they had, they had heard it um, and they they really liked it so we had spoke to them briefly before and then afterwards we were all kind of hanging around the venue and we got chatting to them more and they were talking maybe about going to London and doing some writing together and seeing what would come of it and we went over and our first session we wrote Can't Move On and then it just kind of clicked from there and we, we, we did the majority of the first EP with them and they co-produced it and everything so it was great and they were they were really good guys and a big help like can you believe like 40 let's go back to 14 year old Connor and he's like I really want to make music and your friends are just like oh right whatever yeah but you know not thinking and then you're thinking fast forward a few years and you're writing with the script I know and I've had to play Crow Park yeah uh, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty crazy and you know there is a lot of that with music you know pe- people kind of as you say they're kind of rolling their eyes to heaven um, but yeah and me and Dave I mean we're, when the script did their run of shows in the Olympia I remember when they first started we were both there at the front, leather jackets on. Uh, and yeah, when you fast forward and then suddenly you're sitting in the studio, it's thrill pinch yourself moment. And you're like trying not to fangirl a bit. You're kind of like, oh, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, you. Yeah. So you like and maybe pretending, once. Pretending you don't know their stuff really, even, you know, every word inside out. <laughs> yeah, they start singing and you're like, no, no, never heard that song. You know, oh, yeah, that's... No, no. <laughs> what is it again for the, for the first time? Oh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I just can't imagine that that circumstance because you know in this industry obviously you meet a lot of people but some of them are quite fleeting and you just meet and that's it or whatever but yeah. actually to spend a lot of time in a studio and you're like I have all your albums I yeah. went to see you in concert six times and suddenly you're like kind of friends it's like yeah it's, it's crazy well I have to say now your Instagram like if anyone's just looking at that right and if they just believe what they see your Instagram would make anyone jealous like you were hanging around with like it just seems like you guys hang around with everybody. You're friends with everybody who's famous. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, there's Niall Horn. Oh, there's Lewis Capaldi. There's whoever. And I'm just like, it's freezing in Dublin, and I'm in on my own in a studio. And look at these lads. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're very lucky. We've met some amazing people. Um, yeah, so we're blessed. But and it's all such good people, so which makes it better. It's obviously not as it's not all as it seems. Obviously, there is a lot of hard work that goes behind it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we work every single day. Um, 
in the studio first thing in the morning and we could be doing shows that evening and you know as much as you see the glamour on Instagram it's there's, there's a lot of hard work and long travel and early mornings uh, but play never we're living our dream and it's, our, it's always been our dream job and we can finally say now it is our job so we're, we're blessed and when it comes to your mates and stuff, because obviously you guys are still quite young, so a lot of your friends are probably in college or just getting their first jobs and stuff. Do you ever get that kind of like pang of you're in the WhatsApp group and they're talking about just going to the pub or something and you're like, I'm on a, on the road, we're driving for six hours and it's you'd kind of like to be a little bit, to be home a little bit more? Um, like, <laughs> no disrespect to any of our friends. I mean, <laughs> but no, like, I mean, we just want to, play shows and be in studio kind of every day so we never look at anything and go oh, I wish I was there because we always want to be where we are at that present moment but it is nice then when you do when you do like finish tours or finish shows or when you finish a long run in the studio to go back and just go back to like your local bar and catch up with friends and they bring you right back down to earth no matter how cool you think you are Oh I can imagine yeah there's no sort of uh, coming in and guess who I met the other day I imagine Oh yeah, they couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> They're, you're like, guess who I bumped into backstage? You're like, don't care. Yeah. Did you watch the football? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's the best part about it. They don't want to talk about music for a second. They just want to watch football and probably flag us. Yeah, well, look, you need that because otherwise you'd be coming in and you'd be like, lads, I have 60,000 followers on, on Twitter and Instagram and you'd have your big heads trying to fit in them small doors. <laughs> Walking into your local bar with your sunglasses on. <laughs> Wearing a shirt that like screams look at me and your locals are like out. Oh, I, oh, yeah, out. We, still, we still do that, but... Um... Yeah, you've got a serious style. Like you've got serious style for like, what age are you now? Uh, 25 25 like I, I remember even back then like you started off you you had your own like unique style you're very confident in it and I can imagine you know growing up in Dublin like that having that that can be a bit of a worry but you're like you obviously were really comfortable in it yeah yeah it's something I've always loved and you know we like it's kind of it's something we try and incorporate into everything we do it's like we don't judge people you know there are people who judge but we don't judge and you know, we always want our fans or whatever. We always say when they come to shows, just feel comfortable in whoever you are. And it's a moment where you can come and just be yourself at our live shows and not think about anything else. I remember seeing you guys um, in the Olympia, I think it was before Niall Horn's gig. And there's, I remember just like, you only had a couple of songs maybe out at the time or maybe just released your second single or something around that time. And people were going like mental. Like, I know it's called, you're called Wild Youth, but like they were going wild. I was like, Really, did I miss an album or something? Because they were, they seemed to know everything. And they, I, considering it was an Isles show, I was like, it wasn't even you guys headlining. They knew, like, all your songs. Yeah, we're so lucky. And, you know, people always talk about our shows and being high energy, but that's also very much that people who come to the shows, you know, giving everything and singing words back, even on songs. Like, it's crazy because, we've, like, there's some new stuff that we play now that's not even released. And we might have played it once and then they'll come to the second show and they'll know all the words. So it's like... It's always great when you have that. Yeah, like I imagine that that's when you see somebody singing it back and you only have sang it once, that's really cool feeling because, you know, after a while, everybody knows the big songs and they want to yeah. hear the big songs and you're like... It's... And that's what you think will happen. Like, you're like, oh, they, they just want Can't Move On, but they don't think, like, or, you know, Make Me Dance, but they engage in every song and even if they don't know it, they're clapping or they're dancing and so it's great. It makes for a great show. We're very lucky, very, very lucky with it. Our fans.
Yeah, yeah. And you, you're like, as I said, you've done so well so quickly in, in, from an outsider's point of view. But like, let's go back to like when you were younger, Connor. Like, did you, when did, was this kind of, you know, music, this is focus? Was it, you know, in school or was it even before that? I think in school, it was always like, me and Dave, after school, used to always be back in like my house and we used to just mess around. We'd be doing covers or, you know, writing songs and kind of having fun, but never like, we were never like, this is what we have to do. This is, and then it was kind of, after we finished in school, we kind of started playing a few kind of, like, as we said, like big kind of pubs in Ireland, Dublin. And we found like a lot more people were kind of coming up afterwards being like, that they loved it and, you know, different interests and stuff. And that's when we kind of went, maybe we should just give this a shot because we don't want to do anything else. Um, and yeah, that's kind of then when, we, when it clicked with us. And after that, it was just kind of put the head down and let's try and make this dream a reality. I imagine your family were not loving when the two of you were just singing around the house the whole time. Just well, What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, no, you obviously... You we weren't good? No, I'd say is we're, is we're like, Elton John, the two of you. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but I, I can just imagine... Single words are free falling now. Yeah, I could just imagine t- uh, teenage lads just lounging around trying to get their sound together and everyone in your house going, oh my God, here yeah. we go again. <laughs> yeah. you, guys, you guys have planned on doing what? <laughs> How were your families when you were like, this is actually what I make, want to make a career out of? Um, well, I mean, Dave's dad was a performer kind of all his life. So I think when Dave was like said to his dad that he wanted to do it, uh, he was delighted. Mm. Um, I think my dad originally kind of had some concerns. He's just, he's not familiar with the music industry and he didn't know much about it. But now it's great. He's fully on board and very supportive. And it's the same with the other lads. Cal's parents uh, are super supportive. And Ed's dad was a singer as well. So, yeah, they were, they've all been great, you know. And you do, you need a lot of support at the start. It is a very difficult road, but they've all been amazing. And now we're having a great time and they get to enjoy it with us as well, which is. You need you need that support network because obviously in the music industry things don't go it doesn't just tick your your famous and your songs number one or whatever there's the times that the music doesn't sound right or you've got rejected or no one's listening to the song or you're just kind of waiting for people to listen and you need someone there to kind of be like you know this is great and pick you up I suppose yeah exactly there's plenty of times where we we're telling people we want to make music a job and they come to the show and there's three people there um and it's very hard to see that, like, that turning into what it is now. But we were always kind of very headstrong. We always kind of backed ourselves. And as much as you have bad days, we always believed that we could do it. And our kind of outlook on it was we're four best friends that get to play music together. So if we can make any sort of income and get to do this, um, it will be a dream. So that's always... We never did it being like, we want to be super famous. We want to play the biggest places. We just did it when, if we can make this our living, the four of us as best friends playing together that's a dream for us so well I would love that now I, as I can't sing to save my life but me and my friends dancing around the bedrooms would have loved to have just been given that opportunity to just dance around and you know uh, be like yeah yeah I'm gonna make I'm gonna be famous out of this <laughs> yeah you should do it maybe just put it up on the internet it might go viral <laughs> for not not the right before reasons you know it, <laughs> you know it you and your friends are around the world yeah, we might get on Ellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> not for yeah, again okay. the late late show I'd be more I suppose I'd be more compared to Crystal Swing I suppose than the likes of <laughs> you guys then if that was the case <laughs> but uh, so tell me obviously uh, apart from Westlife um, and you guys have a new single that came out yesterday Long Time No See yeah tell me um, what else are you, what's the plans now because you're doing a lot of festivals and stuff yeah we are um, we have We've independence and we've we're doing a show at the Galway Arts Festival and we've more festivals actually that we're going to announce. We have a big show that we're going to announce this week at one of our own shows and um, so yeah, it's been great. And then kind of until that, I'm just kind of in the studio writing the next EP and then we're going to try record that and then just have a lot of new music for the rest of the year and for next year and just try and play as many shows as possible. And obviously hang around with all your famous celebrity friends as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, you know me. You know you, yeah, I'll just be there double tapping but going, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you guys, are you based now back in Ireland or are you in London or wherever uh, it is? We're in London probably 80% of the time. Uh, but yeah, try and get back, like because the studio and everything is in London where we use the studio. So but we try and get back as much as we can, obviously to see family and friends. Um, so like weekends like this are like amazing for us as much like as the shows are going to be amazing but we get to see friends and family as well so it always makes it extra special it's 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 weird because despite London and Dublin being so close and like there is so much music in Ireland it's kind of weird that people have to go to London still that because that's where the, the industry really is I suppose yeah well see for us when we started working with the script guys they were based in London so when we used to go over we'd be in studio with them but obviously we we would go to them, mm. um, so it kind of just became our base. And there's a producer who did our first EP called Jimbo Barry, um, so we worked a lot with him, and he's based in London as well. So it was kind of just the way it worked out. I still think there's, you know, there's an amazing abundance of talented producers, and there's beautiful studios now in Ireland, like Camden Studios, and you've got like the Phil McGee's and the Cormac Butlers and the, you know, Jack and Camden Studios. There's such a uh, variety of talent in terms of producers Ireland. so I don't I don't think you necessarily have to go to London to mm. make that happen but it's just kind of the way it works for us yeah like it's but it just kind of it does seem to work a lot like I know even Gavin James did it and you know obviously Niall did it when, but it, that was for One Direction and there's different things like that I, I suppose it's uh, it, it's an Irish hub in a different in a different country nearly um, yeah. but th- there are more opportunities and more people to work with there I suppose but like yeah. you do see that the Irish industry for music is booming here it's amazing it's so good it really is the talent is incredible and you know you can even hear like I, I think as much as the music and bands are growing it's like it's one thing I, like you listen to, I listen to a lot of it. it's like production quality and songs and I hear songs now and I'm like, who produced that? And I'll look it up and it's an it's a Irish guy, you know, who's like, could be 26. And so I think in no time, there'll be a huge uh, amount of producers and hopefully more bands coming out of Ireland that are really getting noticed. So it's funny when you said uh, he's 20, this producer is 26. This is like my life looking at all these people who are like five years younger than me and they're, I'm like, damn, they're so successful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're only 25 and look at your tour in the world. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're doing too badly. No, I'm not too. <laughs> yes, but I am in a studio on my own right now and you're going to play Croke Park. So. <laughs> I know, but I've been in a lot of studios by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Croke Park is within my reach then, if that's the case. Exactly. It's Look dancing foursome of you and your friends. <laughs> well, could we, if you guys play, 
If you guys play Croke Park and headline, can we be that support you? Well, for making me dance, you can come up and you can be our dancer. Yes, that is the dream. You've heard it, everybody. I am going to be Wild Youth's dancers. <laughs> you don't even want to see. I'm just going to surprise you with how talented I am. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> so come here. Well, that's, I'm writing that in my little diary here now. That is set in stone. Um, for anyone who's going to the gig tonight, I'm going tonight. So um, I haven't talked to anyone about last night because I don't want to know the set list. I don't want to know anything except for that it's going to be brilliant. Um, what are you guys going to... How long are you on for tonight and what time and all that kind of stuff? Uh, we're on at six and we play for 40 minutes. Hmm, that's good. That's really yeah, good. A, yeah, it's a good long set. That's, you get to and you'll get to do a lot of stuff in that as well yeah for sure yeah yeah we're going to make the real show again um, so yeah it's brilliant and, you know again we're so thankful to the Westlife guys and everything for because sometimes when you get that slot it could literally be for 20 minutes and you know it's hard sometimes to try and fit all the songs in but they've given us a really big set um, and have kind of allowed us the freedom to kind of do our own thing and you know it's great because if you're there and you see it you'll kind of get to experience it a wild youth show obviously before and see like a kind of what our live shows be like which is which is great and you'll get everyone pumped I suppose obviously as well for the for the Westlife boys I hope so yeah well I hope so I hope so <laughs> you'll have a bit more um, I imagine energy than the lads when they do their stool changes I always love slagging them about this you know Westlife shows are they are quite good and quite upbeat but you guys are a bit more uh, throw yourself around the stage a bit yeah, but there's so many nostalgic bangers. It's like, I can't, like, even <laughs> last night, like, listen, I'm like, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we were playing, I was playing some on my way in on Spotify this morning. And, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really hoping whoever's standing beside me is, like, drunk or something because I'm going to be belting them out. So <laughs> I'll do the same for you guys, so don't worry. Yeah. And you're going to, will you be playing your new single tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a bit about that as well before I let you go. Uh, yeah, so it's Long Time No See. Um, it was kind of a song that was written. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Just as we kind of finished the last EP, so it's probably the first new song we'd written. And, uh, yeah, we loved it. But 
it was kind of like there was a weird one because it was like an in-between stage where the EP was kind of just finishing and then it didn't go on that because it wasn't ready yet. We had it and then we started writing the next EP. But we still had this song that everyone loved and, you know, live, it goes down really well. So uh, our manager was like, I think we should just pull it out, you know, while you're writing the next EP, let's just put the song out and uh, put it out for the summer. And, you know, we were, we were delighted to do that. So it, it just gives people more new music and allows us now time to go and write the next EP while having this song out. And so yeah, we, we hope people like it. And who are you dedicating this? Who is the person that's been long time since you've seen? Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to say one of your sled pals. You're like, to the script, guys, long yeah. time no see. Lewis Capaldi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can't say. Well, you can't say. Well, look, and I'm going to pretend it's me because we haven't seen each other in ages. So I'm just yeah. going to tonight. I'm going to tell all my mates that's what the story is. Okay. <laughs> just for you. Just for me. Yes. Well, listen, we're going to play it now. Um. So I'll just pretend that this is all dedicated to me. And um. But listen, have a great night, and we'll be there. I'll be there supporting you, and uh, delighted so to de- see you guys doing so well. Thank you so much, and thanks for the support. We really appreciate it. And we'll chat to you soon. See you soon. See you soon, Connor. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.